0: Have you ever had a near-death experience or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience? Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story.
1: Welcome to the NDE world podcast where we explore the magical mystical and spiritual world of near-death experiences and now Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lynn
0: welcome back to the NDE world podcast I am your host Ashton Lewis and this is my co-host lovely hostess Miss Daphne Lynn hello Daphne how are you today
1: I'm doing absolutely wonderful, feeling good and spry, and just enjoying the day. How are you?
0: I am absolutely fantastic. I'm looking forward to today's episode. We uh, we see a certain question that comes up a lot, and we're just going to touch base on some, a few of the elements today. Uh, it's such a deep subject; it, it could it could be covered probably in multiple podcast just to be honest with you I mean, multiple we're gonna, episodes we're, yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to at least cover a foundation to give those who ask this question a lot
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and see if we can kind of maybe ease their minds and maybe point them in a direction or something to give them some ideas or something and the, the question is this okay and we hear it so much is there a hell and referring to hell as the modern world understands hell, just, you know religious influence like the torture, the torment and your sins, forever, your rebellions, never. your harm harming others and you know the devil, the demons, the fire, the, all these kind of things you know is is that an actual real literal place, all right? or could all of this possibly be all in your mind? So,
1: really, really good questions. And we have answers to this question from multiple sources. Yes. Um, and that is going to hopefully uh, open your mind and, and your heart to understand the concept and where it came from.
0: So, let's dive right into it. I think to begin with, we need to understand what hell is, okay? And mm-hmm. the the point is, is hell varies from culture to culture, even its origins are diverse. So we're gonna throw out the basic version of Hell, okay? the, the I guess it would be more of the biblical, probably more of the Christianity hell, you know, the the fire, the torment, the yeah, torture the different beliefs
1: and in, in the uh, interpretations of what Hell is.
0: Yes, absolutely. So the question is, before we start, is we need to ask, where do we start? So the, the, the idea is to understand that if we're dealing with what we call God or the source of love, pure love, the question has to be, can something like hell or the concept of hell of modern times exist in a physical, literal place, and could that be in harmony with that God's personality, okay? If it is love. So.
1: Right. And and that's where we we hear so many of these indie ears talk about the love that's on that other side. There Absolutely. is no religion on that side. So we really have to take a step back and really examine our own beliefs on this because many of these indie ears state that there is no hell. No hell. And if God is all love.
0: Pardon the interruption. Okay. I was going to say some do have distressing, you know, accounts. There are those hellish or those distressing near-death experiences. I just want to kind of like throw that in. I'm not denying that. But anyway, go back to what you we were saying.
1: Right. But uh, the point I was making is if God is all love, and we hear that from so many of these indie ears. Even some of the ones that have had the hybrid experiences that, you know, they went through that hellish, distressing NDE straight into a more positive, pleasing, pleasurable NDE and experienced the love of of the creator. Now, the love of the creator, you can't have love and hate in the same thing. It's either all love or all hate.
0: Forture does not exist there. Uh, exactly. Pain, all that it does. I, I haven't heard any of them.
1: Exactly. It, it is all in our minds. Absolutely. What we think, what our religious teachings are, because that doesn't exist on that side. From what I am gathering, my research that I've done. And that's why this is such a major topic, because there's so many that are programmed, you know, that, oh, this person's going to burn in hell. And but you think of every funeral service you go to, every single one of them. Oh, they're in heaven now. And I know people that have passed away that were not really good people. Oh, but they're in heaven now.
0: Right, I've experienced that. So
1: yeah, so we we've got to take a step back, examine this ideal of in our belief system of what hell is and the concepts of it.
0: Absolutely, and that kind of brings us to where we're at with today's topic. Uh, At hand is why don't we just look into the roots? Where do the concept of torture and eternal torment and you know does it have roots? It's got to have its roots, okay? So if if you're all getting all of your your whole life information from one book, for example, say like the Bible, and you are being programmed a certain way of what something is or who something is or what something is if you're just gonna stay right there, then it's gonna be hard for you to understand this concept, okay, because you have to look at you have to look past your indoctrination. You have to look past your own belief systems, your own BS. You have to look past how you grew up, how you were raised, where you lived, what your influences were, what your church was, your school, your family, your friends. Right. What anything. So it's it's all personal, but you've got to understand In an NDE context, you know, people do have distressing NDEs and they have what we call the hellish NDEs, okay? However, I've never heard one of them ever come back and say that there is a hell or that there is a a place to be tormented and everything. To me, that's where the actual life review falls into place. Because when you start to understand the actual life review without getting too far off subject here, the life of you is where you get plugged in to all of those people that you hurt, okay? And and until you can feel the love or you can feel the pain that you've caused others. And so with that in mind, let's go back to the beginning. Now I, I wanted to chat GPT here and, uh, and ask the question on what are the actual origins and the history of hell? And of course, this is historical stuff, you can look into it yourself. And I'm going to read a little bit here for you guys. It says that the concept of hell has diverse origins and has evolved over time across various cultures and religions. Okay? It is important to note that different belief systems have distinct interpretations of hell. And not all cultures or religions share the same understanding it's kind of like what we had mentioned
1: earlier so that right there should be a red flag to us if, if there's so many variations of it correct and there's only one one creator then you should have one set standard across the board
0: that's a very good point absolutely because anything that is truth it, it resonates across all all planes all planes yes yes uh, if you've got something that has so many different belief systems or contradicting belief systems, which religion is golden at that, that's, you know, that's why you got so many different religions, uh, then you're going to get all these different variations, which you know, which means it's, it, it, it definitely takes away from the, the reality of what it really is. So I think people need to understand what it is instead of just going blindly believing anything that they, they were told. Okay?
1: Right.
0: Now, we have to go to the, uh, the origins, and you can go all the way back to the actual Mesopotamia area. You know, with, uh, I'm sure with Zoroastrianism and stuff like that. But let me read here. It says um, that the earliest known depiction of an afterlife resembling hell can be traced back to, well, yep, ancient Mesopotamian civilizations, mm-hmm. particularly in Sumerian and Akkadian cultures. Okay. The Sumerians believed in an underworld called Ker, ruled by the goddess Ereshkigal. Okay, so that's the actual Mesopotamia. And, and, and that's where you get a lot of um, with Zoroastrianism and stuff like that, mm-hmm. when that's the good and the bad, the dualistic kind of concepts of evil and good and the afterlife of, you know, the torture and things like that. So it starts right there. Now, um, even
1: in ancient Egypt.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Would you like to comment on that? You know, some things as far as ancient Egypt goes.
1: Yeah, now the Egyptians had a more complex belief system uh, regarding the afterlife. They believed in a judgment of the soul and the possibility of an eternal punishment for the wicked. Um, But the god Osiris played a significant role in the Egyptian afterlife, and the wicked were believed to have have to face a second death so even right here just two different accounts totally different different. yeah now just these two uh belief systems about what hell is do you remember the first time that you heard about hell or learn about hell and what it was what you thought about it your belief system as as i'm sure you were pretty young
0: yeah, I think I was pretty young. I, it seems to me, I'm not really sure the age, but at a very young age, I was kind of just playing pool. My my grandparents had like a little pool table at their house because we had a really large family, and in um, young young child, I was young enough to, you know, I guess stand up next to a pool table. So I must have been super young, but I would guess, I don't know, young,
1: right?
0: Young enough to understand there to create. You know, an image or whatever, but they were playing, we were playing pool, and they had mentioned something about the devil, and I'm like, "Huh, what? The devil? What's the devil?" Right. <laughs> Never heard of that before, you know. So, and uh, in the back led to the subject something about hell. Yeah, it's in hell, and that's where you got to go when you're bad, and da da. I'm like, okay, you know. So, but and as I started going to church, I was involved with the actual Baptist religion growing up. Um, that was a very main teaching in, in their mm. their dogma their their doctrine was that so it got reinforced 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 as a child growing up and that concept of that you know but i don't share that same belief anymore i've learned a lot and um my my concept of things have has really broadened i'm not really just in that little box anymore saying hey this is what it is right and that's what i appreciate about these near-death experiences these are real live experiences this isn't like a book that's been written by dead men that has really no life in it. These people
1: to, who have been there uh, actually and experienced are coming back it. With these experiences. Yeah. Right. And you know myself, I can remember I was I was you know, maybe seven or eight. I was actually in church, um and they were talking about hell. Um and I'm like and and they started explaining it to me and my my brain goes to processing this and envisioning it and it's like my a red flag comes up and I'm like, "Well, wait. If God is supposed to be a pure love and forgive you, then why would he torment me forever in hell for a few poor choices that I've made?" Right. You know, so immediately in my belief system, I had red flags coming up. So, and, and that's what we need to do is really Question where these beliefs come from, and does it resonate with you, or does it not? Right. Because, I mean, myself, I I have grown past the heaven-hell concept, and really...
0: It's very liberating.
1: It is very, very liberating.
0: I have been so liberated since we started studying the NDEs, and And really... Enlightened. Talking to people, and, and, and reviewing, and interviewing, and just really taking in these experiences, and this is over the whole world, tens of thousands, you know, last I heard it was 60-something, 70,000 actual recorded scientific medical record documents with actually of these experiences being recorded. And they all say the same thing. And none of them mention anything about torment. Like I said, you have what we call hellish, experiences. And that, and they'll go and say, oh, I died. and I went to hell and I came back. You know, there are a lot of YouTube videos out there that says, I went to hell. And this is not putting people down who said they actually went to hell and that hell is very real. It is very real in their mind. Okay. Right. It's all in your mind. Everything is mind. And when you understand that concept, you'll understand why these people that come from the other side talk about the love, you know, that is on the other side, the love between Everything, you know, the, the source, what we call God or what we call love, what we call the all, mm-hmm. you know, hell cannot exist in that kind of environment. Now, it could be in your mind because of the hell that you've created here on earth while you were here.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: Metaphorically speaking.
1: Right. Now, you're making me think of the uh, the concept of hell and really just stop for a minute and think, if you're serving your Creator, your Heavenly Father, God, out of fear to keep from going to that place.
0: You're doing it wrong. wrong are You're
1: serving out of fear. You're not being good because you want to be, because you want to help others. It's enlightenment, and it releases that fear that you have in believing in that place. You're serving and living a good life out of fear of that afterlife.
0: Yeah, in the bottom and line and we shouldn't here,
1: just, have to do that. In light, be enlightened, really open up, and that's right. And do good things. Grow <laughs> from this. Live the way you're
0: supposed to live. Learn from what you know. Your mistakes. If you made a mistake, learn from it. Live with it. Move on. Don't torture yourself. You know, I've even heard of stories that when you cross over to the other side, some stories say you've actually instantly purged. You know, you don't exactly. have that 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 negative to be brought over to the other side. You know. I've also heard stories that you get your purging or your cleansing through your life review when you get right. to feel and experience what you put out. You know, so the point is you're not getting off the hook. <laughs> I'm not saying that just because I'm not saying that literal hell fire and torment and and all that stuff yeah, yeah. exist. You're still not getting off the hook. And but the point is you're not going to be judged and the creator or the source loves you in a way that you can't comprehend. And that's, that's, that's really the main thing I can share with anybody that I've understood from these in, uh, NDEs that we've been studying.
1: Right. And, and I love the way, uh, Jordan Maxwell brought out, um, in one of his, his talks that he's, he's done. Um, he was asking his Catholic, teacher in school when he was really young you know if i'm a spirit and you're telling me there's a hell i'm going to go to if i do wrong then if i'm a spirit how can a spirit burn forever and be tortured how is that possible you know so we really have to open our minds up and really meditate ponder these things their belief systems
0: well you can bet the moment he uh, asked that authoritative uh, the illusion of authority should i say right figure that the, the he he, be- he became instant enemy of the state you can bet they did not like that that, that boy from that day oh, yeah. forward because you yes, know, religion doesn't like free thinkers you know
1: a heresy the political is, is world the name like of the term it, of that you know. is free thinking
0: yeah it's heresy Think about that have you ever thought about the, the 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 word heresy it just means you're a free thinker you know you you you're going against orthodox religion more specifically christianity let's not get too far offhand right
1: right yeah back let's back, back up, to the back up uh, a little bit Yeah, the some of ancient the, greek and roman
0: influences correct influences yeah well the greek and roman mythology had various realms associated with the afterlife you know such as the greek hades which is where we get our right that's what
1: i thought of too was hades
0: yep and the uh, roman underworld now the concept of tartarus as, that actually, as a Greek mythology concept, it actually has even bled over into the the Bible itself.
1: Exactly. That's what uh, I was thinking. It was
0: a place of punishment for the wicked. Now, um, mm-hmm. Well, what about Judaism?
1: Yeah. In, in the Hebrew, the Old Testament, um, it contains references uh, to that afterlife as well. But the concept of hell as a place of eternal punishment is not um, explicitly developed as in later religious traditions, uh, Sheol is often mentioned in the Hebrew Bible and as a shadowy realm for the dead. So, I mean, you see the, the, the changes that hell concept is going through here.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And anybody that knows anything about hell, and we know how it's, you know, has been mistranslated in scripture, especially in the King James Version Bible. Uh, you have hell, Hades, Sheol, the, the you know, the Tartars, Gehenna. You have so many things that was translated as a the pit, the, the 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 place of torture and torment, that's where the devils and all the demons are gonna go. And when you really start to look at this, you know, it, like in Christianity, I guess what I hear is that the concept of hell as a place of eternal punishment is more fully developed in Christian theology. Exactly.
1: Yeah, this is what in the really New changes. Testament,
0: okay. Even even within the Bible itself, the, the the Hebrew scriptures have no harmony with the New Testament or the Greek scriptures when it comes to the concept of hell.
1: Exactly. The,
0: the Hebrews they believed in Sheol, and it was just where man you know that spirit world where man went after they transitioned, transitioned from this transitioned, world. Yeah. However, when you start looking into more of the New Testament, now you start having more of the with concept of hell demons uh right. the devil and things like that and you even know.
1: even through the different denominations it changes the concept of how it changes you know some emphasizing more of a fiery torment while others focus on total separation from god so right there in the different denominations of christianity they're they they do not agree so how can you believe in something that nothing agrees with you know, and that's why the beauty in these uh, experiences from these indie ears is, is there is no punishment on that side. It is pure love. How can you how can we continue to believe in a fiery place of torment when all of these experiences are, or are most of them are coming back saying that it's there's not. love, there's peace, there's joy, total bliss.
0: Right. Even the, though you some like I said have hellish somehow, experiences, the experiences, they typically come back to the love.
1: Exactly. So the
0: love is always there, but it's it's all in your mind now.
1: Exactly. And let me tie that in right here because you sure. had asked about that earlier about the Susan uh, Geisman uh, question: Is there a hell? Um, and I'm, it's a it's a brief paragraph here. I'm going to read. Um, and a two-parter uh, from her channel, of Sanaya. They say, uh, is there a hell? So many of you ask, and the answer is yes, but not as you envision. It is not a place, but a state of mind. And no one is trapped there, but remains there as a result of their own thoughts. Not an uplifting topic today, you say. But that's what we're covering. So uh, right here, you create your own heaven and hell. Nothing is as it seems. All is perception. Um, If it appears hellish, examine closely why it is so. All is actually neutral. You paint the colors on the canvas. Will they be dark or bright? So we have to learn how to paint the picture. I mean, if it's all illusion, it's all perception uh, that is what so many of our indie years have actually said in their um, experiences that it, it, it's not there it's just a state of mind there is no punishment right absolutely right and then this the second part of that uh, somebody had asked about you know what about the like the leaders of the world that have punished and killed murdered millions um, what about them? What happens when they cross over to the other side? Um, and it, it really just goes in to say that they um, are shown what they have done to others, and that they My have figure. to experience the full pain of what they done, and that Which they could stay
0: be referenced as hell. You
1: know, right? And they stay in a place uh, of recovery, so they have to uh, rethink and relearn what effect they had on everything to change to that place of love they have to get back to their hearts and love so
0: beautiful for source for god it's that that to me is what love really is right we're gonna we're gonna do evil stuff over here or whatever would be considered as evil Poor choices yeah poor choices bad choices hurt and harm stupid things okay that's that's you know welcome to being human however it's not like that on the other side. You know, we're that's that's a whole different realm and we have to understand, don't put God in a box and say, well, He's gonna to be tormenting and torturing and all this and that and, and hell's this and hell's that. No. That's a whole different vibration, a whole different level, a whole different realm that we can't comprehend. However, once any of us and all of us eventually, okay, transition over to the other side, then you know, we'll know that love on the level that we can't comprehend that so many of these near death experiences come back and tell us about it's a love you can't comprehend
1: exactly exactly and and that's the beauty in all of it it eliminates the fear from from death and torment uh when you can really grasp these things that are being brought out i mean really just be enlightened take this in let it resonate and Release the fear that you have about this topic because that is going to keep you you, exactly. (laughs) That's going to keep you in a lower vibration. And then if you have some type of accident, you're going to probably experience a a distressing or hellish Mm -hmm. NDE.
0: That's my understanding as well. Yeah,
1: and you hear it in so many of these accounts. It's just amazing when you can live and not have that fear.
0: Very good. Very good. Now. In Buddhism, now the actual idea of hell or hellish realms—they do exist—but it said it's only temporary state of suffering, right. rather than eternal punishment. You see the difference in the two.
1: Exactly, exactly. Now, a lot of people don't understand what Buddhism is, you know, but it, it's not an actual religion; it's a way of life. It's
0: awakening.
1: Yes, exactly. I think
0: Buddha is to awaken, or, yeah, awakening right. mm-hmm. something, something like that.
1: Exactly. Even in uh, uh, Hinduism, the the concept of hell uh, realms uh, where individuals may experience suffering as a result of their actions in previous lives. So, I mean, it, it, it you see in the, the change of what the concept of hell is in each one of these. So, it really, sh- hopefully, it is enlightening you and Eliminating any fear that you may have about the afterlife.
0: Yeah, and to go with that thought, you know, when you see things, how they have graduated over time, and how we get our modern concept of hell, at least the religious perspective. Let's take a, a, a quick look at the actual Catholic Church's influence on, you know, the Bible and the modern concept of hell. Now, um, their influence on the development of Christian doctrine um, is, yeah. is at most they have the most influence in the bible of course um so a few things to consider now that the concept of hell as a place of eternal punishment has evolved okay over centuries it's
1: been changing within
0: the christian tradition you know it says that early christian theologians it says that early christian theologians such as augustine of hippo contributed to the development of the doctrine of hell Okay, now that a hippo, that would be one of the councils uh, where you get your modern-day Bible.
1: Around the 300s, wasn't
0: it? Um, I'm not sure on, on when hippo was. Now, I know the actual Council of Nicaea was 325. It could have been before, around,
1: around that era anyway. But the,
0: here's what you got to keep in mind. Those three, the Council of Nicaea, the Council of Hippo, and the Council of Carthage, were the most influential councils of the Catholic Church that gives you your modern-day Bible
1: exactly
0: the actual council of nicaea uh it 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 mainly focused around the deity of jesus now is jesus a man who uh knew his godliness okay or was he god himself coming down in a man's form all right so that was the the biggest the big
1: question the big
0: question Yeah. yeah so that started it right there and 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 they picked and they voted. Okay, keep this in mind. Not because men. this is what it is, but men voted it. Okay, it was outvoted that Jesus is God in the flesh. So they chose that day uh, to create a God. All right. They, so they said that Jesus is God. All right. Well, the truth is, He is. But so are you and all of us. We all all are source. And this is what the the real Jesus actually taught. Okay, the historical Jesus taught that. You are God. You are source. You are love. We all are love. And how we treat each other is, you know, the way we want to be treated, you know. So these guys showed us the way and taught us the way how to live. But The golden rule. Absolutely. So the, the Council of um, – and they started getting together the books of the Bible. The Council of Hippo, uh, from what I understand, is where they chose the actual books of the Bible. And then I think the Council of Carthage is where they sealed it off and said this is – you know, by then they done had the – the Christian theology and the Christian right. dogma. And at this time is when they started all the, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, you start looking into the Inquisitions. They started going out and just slaughtering millions of innocent souls because, you know, they didn't want to start adopting the Christianity uh, religion. So when you start looking at that and see what the foundation of Christianity was built on, you can see that's not what these early masters like, you know, Yeshua or Jesus or any of them actually taught us how to live. You know, that's horrific. So you have to be careful about the, even the religion you support and really look into the roots where it all came from.
1: Right, you know, and, and getting uh, onto the subject of the, the hell, the um, 14th century was significant as far as uh, the, the solidification of the hell doctrine,
0: Dante's Inferno.
1: Exactly.
0: If this this is where we get our modern day concept of hell from. If yep. you ever read Dante's Inferno, go look at it online, go download it, go get a book, whatever. Dante's Inferno will give you exactly the modern map or the where where today's hell and hellfire and all that stuff came from. Okay, this is a book, more or less a poem to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. But there's been books written on it, but I think it was like a like a poem a divine comedy or something like that um and uh there was a section known as inferno okay and um like daphne had mentioned it was like 14th century but the inferno was was talking about how he went through the through hell and the inferno and that's where he had all the demons and the devils and Mm -hmm. the fires and the pits and things like that so it it was just a story it was just a poem that was made up however it has such a major influence on christian theology that it actually you know, it it became part of that Christian, even, uh, even making it to the Bible that hell is this place of torture and punishment, you know, and, and, and and for all of those out there who, who has made it this far, listening to this stuff, and if you're feeling those kind of like, uh, you know, very uncomfortable feelings, you know, this is not to make anyone feel uncomfortable, okay? We have respect for everyone's beliefs, everyone's you know, the spirit and, and, and what's drawing them to the source. That's that's beautiful. It's not for us to to bash or put right. down your thoughts. So please be at ease. <laughs> we're not attacking your belief system of, of what you believe hell is, okay? And we're not saying that hell does exist or hell doesn't exist. That's the disclaimer nobody knows. But the point is, according to the near-death experience world, our experience from, you know, reviewing and interviewing and Studying hundreds of these um, cases, you know it—it it doesn't exist. It's it not a literal exist place. In love. It can't. It's—it's it's not right. a literal place, but it can be in your mind, and you know, and, and you're still going to have to deal with the wrong that you've done.
1: Right, and you know, we were just covering like the 14th century. I mean, bringing it on up to li- listen to this now in 1992, 1992. I mean, come on, uh, the Catholic Church published first time uh, uh some doctrines that provided an official summary of the Catholic doctrine. Uh and it included those teachings on what hell is, describing it as a state of definitive self-exclusion from communion with God. So right there, I mean in 1992, you know they're even changing it back then what what the theology of hell concept is.
0: Yeah, I was going to just kind of chime in there. with, From a, a theological perspective, okay, the Catholic Church also, well, along with many other Christian do, uh, denominations, uh, they teach that hell is a real and eternal state of separation from God for those who die in a state of mortal sin without repentance. Some religions even teach, well, it's you're going to go to hell because you rejected belief in their God or... Because you didn't mm-hmm. accept Jesus as your Savior, um, you know some are going to hell because they, you know, they they sinned and they did all these evil, wicked. They things. They never and repented.
1: But how many of those in church have repented but still out there doing all kind of bad things? Yeah, I, I mean, so it, it it's it doesn't make sense to my brain. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense to somebody else, but to my brain, my belief system, that doesn't make sense. Anymore, I can't believe in that, something that doesn't make any sense anymore.
0: Well, I like to go with that thought. It brings out that the Catholic Church has also contributed to the interpretation and understanding of the biblical passages related to hell. So of they had course, a big the influence, man,
1: man changing
0: of that. And you know, when you when you look at the power that they have, and it's still to this day, but their history, you know, the Catholic Church is the one that started, you know, this movement pretty much the, of, the, of the modern day Christianity. Yeah, even. You know.
1: Thinking about them them changing all these passages in, the, in in scripture, think about all the different Bible versions and how real conflicting they are. I mean the the Bible transforms lies. Yes it does. I'm not bashing it in that sense. But the con- contradictions that are in there.
0: I didn't know there was so many until I looked at it myself. I know, here. yeah. I would have defended it in a heartbeat I've defended too. the Bible I would all have. my life and I still love the Bible I'm not I'm not a Bible basher there is the divine in there but I also understand like I say always say on this show um, there is an influence with, with man's tampering and exactly. things like that you know but you want to learn about God walk out in, in walk nature. out and get
1: in nature yes <laughs> exactly go to the beach go to go to the go mountains the forest go to the lake or forest out in the yard,
0: somewhere outside ever. You know? yeah
1: get out in your front yard and sit down Kick on the them ground.
0: shoes off walk around on the ground
1: yeah connect with source right there yeah you don't have to go to a brick and mortar place to experience the love of the creator
0: absolutely so in wrapping things up is there a hell well the disclaimer is i don't know Um, because we'd have to get clear on what your concept concept? of hell is you know so that would be the first question is hell a, a fiery physical torment
1: place of brimstone
0: you know yeah fire and brimstone that's been taught in mainstream religion i don't know um I do know that this is not what we get back from near-death experiences that we've studied. Like I said, uh, tons of them, and there's literally tens of thousands of these all around the world.
1: Lots and lots and lots Probably of cases, references. Maybe
0: even close to a hundred thousand by now.
1: Oh, well, I don't even have a number to that.
0: Um, so now, is hell a state of mind?
1: God. I'm believing it is more now.
0: I'm, I'm starting to believe it more as well. You know, so I don't know. Do people experience hell? NDE's. Absolutely. You know, does this prove that hell is a physical place? No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, in the afterlife is they didn't die. They just had a near-death experience and they experienced something on the other side. That near-death experience, the hellish near-death experiences, nine times out of ten, have something to do with that person having to change something in their lives. To, to be more right. constructive. Right, their belief Maybe systems even. Maybe yeah. they didn't finish their main purpose. They could have done better. They should have done get better. Get them back on
1: track with their life purpose, yeah.
0: Yeah, so.
1: Their soul contract is a lot of them like to bring out. Yes. Get them back on track.
0: Absolutely. So, and and those of you who believe in that, we, we love you, um, and we respect your belief systems. This is not a judgment call on, on those of you who still hold tight to you know your belief systems of you know if, if you share the one like a lot of the mainstream groups do of the torment and the torture and when you go there when you die you know i, I think most of the people who have this belief system don't really know much about near-death experiences okay exactly and let's separate those two right now uh, i've noticed in a lot of these uh, groups and stuff like that the people who are making comments about hell is real you know, there is a real place and you will get tortured and you will be tormented and da da da. because people still believe this and they actually make that comment. And, uh, and then you have these others that said, no, it's not, you know, right. it's just love on the other side, you know, and, and, and those are the actual NDEers. These are the people who actually tell. had mm-hmm. that experience. You can tell their comment,
1: Oh yeah.
0: uh, comments that, you know, all of them are in harmony with each other. Every one of them comes back with the that's same. That's
1: the beauty in it. That's where. There's a harmony. Yes. That's the truth that runs throughout the NDEs. Correct. It's
0: one of those truths. Whereas, you know, hell itself, even within different Christian denominations, has different beliefs on what hell is, you know. The so, concept
1: of what hell is, And different yeah.
0: concepts from different cultures and backgrounds and things. Right. So Right. The, the question, my question would be, and I have to leave everybody with this question is well, does hell exist? My answer would be a question. Well, that depends on what your concept of hell is. And exactly, because a lot of people say
1: hell is here on earth. We experience heaven and hell right here on walking the earth.
0: Absolutely. And let me leave you with this question. Does the concept, although we do bad things here on earth, we all do, you know, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And who are we to judge another soul for what they've done and the bad that they've went through? You know, you, what you're doing, you're putting yourself in place of judge, okay? You're not a judge. You're a spirit. You're part of a, a something that's greater and so much bigger than what you are, okay? So we have to get out of these mindsets of condemning others and their belief systems and right. and, 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 and condemning them because they we in, in our world, we think there were such they were such bad people they were such evil people. They did this. But I don't know what was going on through that person's mind. So who am I to judge another soul?
1: We judge our own selves on the other side from what I understand.
0: Absolutely. And and to kind of go with that thought, maybe like a little final, final comment. I'll get it, everything here wrapped up here shortly. <laughs> These are kind of like kind of like connecting. But I do recall an, an, an experience where this lady, she knew she did bad. She went there and, and and she knew she was getting ready to have her life review and, and all of this in there. And so oh, she yeah. just actually told God, told the source. Hey, look, I'm ready his, for
1: my judgment.
0: I'm ready for my judgment. I know I know, I was bad. I know I did rotten things and everything. And, it, and what did the source say? Be quiet. You belong to me.
1: Exactly, yeah. You, love that's I'm not there. here to
0: hurt you, to harm you, to torment you, to torture you.
1: Exactly. All
0: your bad exists over here in the other realm where we're at. This is where mm. bad exist. this the is where dualistic the dualistic world he, he, heaven and hell torture darkness everything is here but it doesn't exist on the other side
1: right. and i guess
0: that's kind of the only thing i'd like to leave everybody with
1: you yeah know? and you were going to ask a question a final question
0: well yeah the question is i guess more in the line of does your concept of god love all these these things source that great spirit that gave life and that is life and is in all of us and all things you know can you really, you know, regardless of, like I said, we all did bad, we all done bad, but can you see him or it and really rationalize in your mind and put the concept of someone of love, pure love, okay, no judgment, pure love, mixed with the concept of hate, harm, torture, eternal punishment? Can, can you really, in your heart of hearts, Really put those two together because I've talked to many, many people in my life, and that was a a, a, a concept they could not really merge. Now, right? You know, they could think, well, oh, they were all bad people; they did bad things. Well, according to who? You or God? Right. You see, so source is all, and source knows all. So let's we'll leave it at that. Any final comments, Miss Daphne? Yeah,
1: just really. Delve into your own belief systems, you know, just really delve into it because you can examine and differentiate what's truth and what's not truth. Listen to your your solar plexus, your heart area. It's going to tell you what's truth and what's not true. A lot of people have this gut feeling upon judging others, sense of energy or good person or bad person. But listen to it in your own belief system. Go, in, go there and really meditate on this and see what it tells you about everything.
0: Well said. I guess on that note, we will go ahead and wrap things up. So we thank everybody for coming out. We send you our love. And as always, may peace be with you all. And until next time.
1: Let your light shine. For more information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world. That's N-D-E dot world.